All right, this is the reading for May 17th, day 137 of the Bible in a year, and we're going to be reading 1 Kings 8 through 2 Chronicles 6, 42. 1 Kings 8. Solomon then summoned to Jerusalem the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the leaders of the ancestral families of the Israelites. They were to bring the Ark of the Lord's Covenant to the temple from its location in the city of David, also known as Zion. So all the men of Israel assembled before King Solomon at the annual fe- at the annual festival of shelters, which is held early autumn in the month of Ethanim. When all the elders of Israel arrived, the priests picked up the ark. The priest of the Levites brought up the ark of the Lord, along with the special tent, and all the sacred items that had been in it. There, before the ark, King Solomon and the entire community of Israel sacrificed so many sheep, goats, and cattle that no one could keep count. Then the priest carried the ark of the Lord's covenant into the inner sanctuary of the temple, the most holy place, the place it, and placed it beneath the wings of the cherubim. The cherubim spread their wings over the ark, forming a canopy over the ark and its carrying poles. These poles were so long that the ends could not be seen from the temple's main room, the holy place, but not from the outside. Excuse me. These poles were so long that their ends could be seen from the temple's main room, the holy place, but not from the outside. They are still there to this day. Nothing was in the ark except the two stone tablets that Moses had placed in it at Mount, uh, Mount Sinai where the Lord made a covenant with the people of Israel when they left the land of Egypt. When the priests came out to the holy place, a thick cloud filled the temple of the Lord. The priests could not continue their service because of the cloud, for the glorious presence of the Lord filled the temple. And now for the parallel, Second Chronicles 5. So Solomon finished all his work on the temple of the Lord, Then he brought all the gifts of his father, all the gifts his father David had dedicated, the silver, the gold, and the various articles, and he stored them in the treasuries of the temple of God. Solomon then summoned to Jerusalem the elders of Israel and all the heads of tribes, the leaders of the ancestral families of Israel. They were to bring the Ark of the Lord's Covenant to the temple from its location in the city of David, also known as Zion. So all... The men of Israel assembled before the king at the annual festival of shelters, which is held in early autumn. When all the er- when all the elders of Israel arrived, the Levites picked up the ark. The priests and Levites brought up the ark along with the special tent and all the sacred items that had been in it. There, before the ark, King Solomon and the entire community of Israel sacrificed so many sheep, goats, and cattle that no one could keep count. Then the priest carried the ark, the priests carried the ark of the Lord's covenant into the inner sanctuary of the temple, the most holy place, and placed it beneath the wings of the cherubim. The cherubim spread their wings over the ark, forming a canopy over the ark and its carrying poles. These poles were so long that their ends could be seen from the temple's main room, the holy place, but not from the outside. They are still there to this day. Nothing was in the ark except the two stone tablets that Moses had placed in it at Mount Sinai, where the temple, excuse me, 
where the Lord made a covenant with the people of Israel when they left Egypt. Then the priests left the holy place. All the priests who were present had purified themselves, whether or not they were on duty that day. And the Levites, who were musicians, Asaph, Heman, Jeduthun, and all their sons and brothers were dressed in fine robes and stood at the east side of the altar, playing cymbals, lyres, and harps. They were joined by 120 priests who were playing trumpets. The trumpeteers and singers performed together in unison to praise and give thanks to the Lord, accompanied by trumpets, cymbals, and other instruments. They raised their voices and praised the Lord with these words, He is good. His faithful love endures forever. At that moment, a thick cloud filled the temple of the Lord. The priests could not continue their service because of the cloud, for the glorious presence of the Lord filled the temple of God. And now we're back in 1 Kings 8, starting in verse 12. Then Solomon prayed, O Lord, you have said that you would live in thick clouds of darkness. Now I have built a glorious temple for you, a place where you can live forever. Then the king turned around to the entire community of Israel, standing before him, and gave this blessing. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who kept the promise he made to my father David. For he told my father, From the day I brought my people Israel out of Egypt, I have never chosen a city among any of the tribes of Israel as the place where a temple should be built to honor my name, but I have chosen David to be king over my people Israel. Then Solomon said, My father David wanted to build this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord told him, You wanted to build the temple to honor my name. Your intention is good, but you are not the one to do it. One of your own sons will build the temple to honor me. And now the Lord has fulfilled the promise he made. For I have become king in my father's place, and now I sit on the throne of Israel, just as the Lord promised. I have built this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. And I have prepared a place there for the ark, which contains the covenant that the Lord made with our ancestors when he brought them out of Egypt. And now we're Second Chronicles 6. Then Solomon prayed, O Lord, you have said that you would live in thick clouds of darkness. Now I have built a glorious temple for you, a place where you can live forever. Then the king turned around to the entire community of Israel, standing before him, and gave the bless- this blessing. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who kept the promise he made to my father David. For he told my father, From the day I brought my people out of the land of Egypt, I have never chosen this city among any of the tribes of Israel as a place where a temple should be built to honor my name. Nor have I chosen a king to lead my people. But now I have chosen Jerusalem as the place for my name to be honored. And I have chosen David to be king over my people Israel. Then Solomon said, My father David wanted to build this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. But the Lord told him, You wanted to build the temple to honor my name. Your intention is good, but you are not the one to do it. One of your own sons will build the temple to honor me. And now the Lord has fulfilled the promise he made, for I have become king in my father's place. 
And now I sit on the throne of Israel, just as the Lord had promised. I have built this temple to honor the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. There I have placed the ark, which contains the covenant of the Lord. There I have placed the ark, which contains the covenant that the Lord made with the people of Israel. And now we're back in 1 Kings 8, verse 22. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the entire community of Israel. He lifted his hands towards heaven, and he prayed, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in all of heaven, above or on the earth below. You keep your covenant and show unfailing love to all who walk before you in wholehearted devotion. You have kept your promise to your servant David, my father. You made that promise with your own mouth, and with your own hands you have fulfilled it today. And now, O Lord, God of Israel, carry out the additional promise you made to your servant David, my father. For you said to him, If your descendants guard their behavior and faithfully follow me as you have done, one of them will always sit on the throne of Israel. Now, O God of Israel, fulfill this promise to your servant David, my father. But will God really live on earth? Why even, the, why even the highest heavens cannot contain you? How much less this temple I have built? Nevertheless, listen to my prayer and my plea. O Lord my God, hear my cry, hear the cry and the prayer that your servant is making to you today. May you watch over this temple night and day, this place where you have said my name will be there. May you always hear the prayers I make toward this place. May you hear the humble and earnest requests from me and your people Israel when we pray toward this place. Yes, hear us from heaven where you live, and when you hear, forgive. If someone wrongs another person and is required to take an oath of innocence in front of you in front of your altar in this temple, then hear from heaven and judge between your servants, the accuser and the accused. Punish the guilty as they deserve. Acquit the innocent because of their innocence. If your people Israel are defeated by your enemy, by their enemies because they have sinned against you, and if they turn to you and acknowledge your name and pray to you here in this temple, then hear from heaven and forgive the sins of your people Israel and return them to this land you gave their ancestors. If the skies are shut up and there is no rain because your people have sinned against you, and if they pray toward this temple and acknowledge your name and turn from their sins because you have punished them, then hear from heaven and forgive the sins of your servants, your people Israel. Teach them to follow the right path and send rain on your land that you have given to your people as their special possession. If there is a famine in the land or a plague or crop, di- or crop disease or attacks of locusts or caterpillars, or if your people's enemies are in the land besieging their towns, whatever disaster or disease there is, and if your people Israel pray about their troubles, raising their hands toward this temple, then hear from Then hear from heaven where you live and forgive. Give your people what their actions deserve. 
for you alone know each human heart. Then they will fear you as long as they live in the land you gave to our ancestors. In the future, foreigners who do not belong to your people Israel will hear you. They will come from a distant, they will come from distant lands because of your name. For they will hear of your great name and your strong hand and your powerful arm. And when they pray toward this temple, then hear from heaven where you live and grant what they ask of you. In this way, all the people of earth will come to know and fear you, just as your own people Israel do. They too will know that this temple I have built honors your name. If your people go out where you send them to fight their enemies, and if they pray to the Lord by turning toward this city you have chosen, and toward this temple I have built to honor your name, then hear their prayers from heaven and uphold their cause. If they sin against you, and who has never sinned, you might become angry with them and let their enemies conquer them and take them captive to their land far away from here. Excuse me, far away or near. But in the land of exile, they might turn to you in repentance and pray, We have sinned, done evil, and acted wickedly. If they turn to you with their whole heart and soul in the land of their enemies and pray toward the land you gave them you gave to their ancestors toward this city you have chosen and toward this temple i have built to honor your name then hear their prayers and their petition from heaven where you live and uphold their cause forgive your people who have sinned against you forgive all the offenses they have committed against you their captors make their captors merciful to them For they are your people, your special possession, whom you brought out of the iron-smelting furnace of Egypt. May your eyes be open to my requests and to the requests of of your people Israel. May May you hear and answer them wherever they cry out to you. For when you brought our ancestors out of Egypt, O sovereign Lord, You told your servant Moses that you had set Israel apart from all the nations of the earth to be your own special possession. Okay, now we're in 2 Chronicles 6, starting in verse 12. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the entire community of Israel, and he lifted his hands in prayer. Now Solomon had made a bronze platform seven and a half feet long, seven and a half feet wide, and four and a half feet high, and had placed it at the center of the temple's outer courtyard. He stood on the platform, and then he knelt in front of the entire community of Israel and lifted his hands toward heaven. He prayed, O Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in all of heaven and earth. You keep your covenant and show unfailing love to all who walk before you in wholehearted devotion. You have kept your promise to your servant David, my father. You made that promise with your own mouth and with your own hands. You have fulfilled it today. And now, O Lord, God of Israel, carry out the additional promise you made to your servant David, my father. For you said to him, If your descendants guard their behavior and faithfully follow my laws as you have done, one of them will always sit on the throne of Israel. Now, O Lord, 
God of Israel, fulfill this promise to your servant David. But will God really live on earth among people? Why? Even the highest heavens cannot contain you. How much less this temple I have built. Nevertheless, listen to my prayer and my plea. O Lord my God, hear the cry and the prayer that your servant is making to you. May you watch over this temple day and night, this place where you have said you would put your name. May you always hear the prayers I make toward this place. May you hear the humble and earnest requests from me and your people Israel when we pray toward this place. Yes, hear us from heaven, where you live, and when you hear, forgive. If someone wrongs another person and is required to take an oath of innocence in front of you, in front of your altar at this temple, then hear from heaven and judge between your saints, the accuser and the accused. Pay back the guilty as they deserve. Acquit the innocent because of their innocence. If your people Israel are defeated by their enemies because they have sinned against you, and if they turn back and acknowledge your name and pray to you here in this temple, then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel and return them to this land you gave to them and to their ancestors. If the skies are shut up and there is no rain because your people have sinned against you, and if they pray toward this temple and acknowledge your name and turn from their sins because you have punished them, then hear from heaven and forgive the sins of your servants, your people Israel. Teach them to follow the right path and send rain on your land that you have given to your people as their special possession. If there is a famine in the land, or a plague, or crop disease, or attacks of locusts and caterpillars, or if your people's enemies are in the land besieging their towns, whatever disaster or disease there is, and if your people Israel pray about their troubles or sorrow, raising their hands toward this temple, then hear from heaven where you live and forgive. Give your people what their actions deserve, for you alone know each human heart. Then... They will fear you and walk in your ways as long as they live in the land you gave to our ancestors. In the future, foreigners who do not belong to your people Israel will hear you. They will come from distant lands when they hear of your great name and your strong hand and your powerful arm. And when they pray toward this temple, then hear from heaven where you live and grant what they ask you. In this way, all the people of earth will come to know you and fear you, just as your own people Israel do. They too will know that this temple I have built honors your name. If your people go out where you send them to fight their enemies, and if they pray to you by turning toward this city you have chosen and toward this temple I have built to honor your name, then hear their prayers from heaven and uphold their cause. If they sin against you and who has never sinned, you might become angry with them and let their enemies conquer them and take them captive to a foreign land far away or near. But in the land of exile, they might turn to you in repentance and pray. We have sinned, done evil, or acted evil and acted wickedly. If they turn to you with their whole heart and soul in the land of their captivity and pray toward the land you gave to their ancestors, toward this city you have chosen and toward this temple I have built to honor your name, then hear their prayers and their 
and their petitions from heaven where you live, and uphold their cause. Forgive your people who have sinned against you. O oh my God, may your eyes be open to your and your ears attentive to all the prayers made to you in this place. And now arise, O Lord God, and enter your resting place, along with the ark, the symbols of your power. May your priests, O Lord God, be clothed in salvation. Be clothed with salvation. May your loyal servants rejoice in your goodness. O Lord God, do not reject the king you have anointed. Remember your unfailing love for your servant David. All right, and that is the end of our reading for today.